another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. This is your vital essence of the Dark Crystal. I'm your host, Philip, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. As on this episode, we've got a very special guest. He is a creature suit performer um, who's previously done many roles on many films, you know, including such as Witcher Star Wars as Bistan from Rogue One and Snook uh, from The Last Jedi and countless of other movies, and he performed as Skekmal, the hunter on the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So, Nick Kellington, just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, hi, Philip. Hey, thank you very much for having me. This has been such probably probably incredible journey for you, like, um, to, to being part of performing you know, as, as a Skeksis. I mean, compared to all the other sort of creatures that you've performed... I mean, how did you get on board with the show with the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance? I've not really told anyone this, um, but uh, I did audition uh, originally when they were looking for puppeteers. Um, but I've, not, I, I've done a, a puppet show for television, but it's a rod puppet show. Um, I, I've never. I, it's called Strange Hill High. I don't know whether you have it in Australia. I don't know. Yeah, I it's I been did, out. yeah I'm not too sure. I, I, yeah, it hasn't. Yeah, hasn't come on my but radar. I think yeah. Uh, it's a rod puppet show and not a hand puppet show. So I'm not really a hand puppeteer. Well, I'm not a hand mm. puppeteer. I'm, I'm a creature performer, uh, yes, mainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah just so, being in uh, suits and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I went along to the initial audition where they were looking for puppeteers. I got the call to kind of like go up to the room and not knowing what to expect whatsoever. And I walk into the room and there's two people that I know quite well from all my children's work at CBeebies, Dave Chapman and Warwick Brownlow Pike, and, and then Kevin Clash as well, Elmo, sitting at the desk. And it kind of threw me a little bit because it was like one of those surreal dreams that you have where there's your friends are there and you also don't really know what you're doing. So it kind of threw me a little bit and I absolutely sucked in that audition. So I kind of like, you know, sometimes you leave auditions thinking, oh, well, you know, perhaps that role just wasn't right for me. Like this one, I left kind of going, oh, my God, that was that was awful. So I didn't hear any, I didn't hear back. Um, and the show started recording, you know, they started filming. Um, I thought, oh, well, you know, that's that, you know, uh, I had my chance. I blew it. Um, never mind. There'll be other things to do, you know, other films, etc. So I, I got on and I was filming on other stuff. Um, and then about maybe six months later, so I think they, they were well into filming by then. I got a call from the line manager at Dark Crystal, uh, Tim. And it was about, I don't know, seven o'clock in the evening and I was cooking tea for my daughter. Uh, and I got this call out of nowhere, kind of going, hi, I'm Tim. We're looking for some creature performers for Dark Crystal. We're, we're seeing some people. The only slot I can offer you is at um, something like kind of 7.30 tomorrow morning. Do you know what I mean? Because we were seeing quite a lot of guys and some, somehow my name had been put in the hat. 
I, I went, yeah, no problem. You know, just give me the give me the name, uh, give me the place, so give me a time, I'll be there, kind of thing. So I turned up. I think they'd already finished filming their first block. So they'd all, they'd already been filming for about three months, four months maybe already. So uh, I, I walked into the studios onto fully formed kind of dark crystal world, fully operational. Everyone kind of going for it, kind of with these amazing sets, amazing puppets, and then kind of was, you know, led through whilst they were filming parts of the series to the rehearsal room. They stuck me in the costume, you know, whilst, you know, so they, what did they do? They showed me some concept design for Skechmao. They told me a little bit about Skechmao. And um, as I was putting the costume on, the costume people were telling me bits about the costume and about the character, what they thought. And then Toby Froud came in and um, videoed my kind of audition because Louis was busy. He was filming. So basically, uh, uh, Toby kind of um, asked me to do various movements in the costume and everything. And various, um, what I now know are producers and writers like Jeff and people um, all came in uh, and were looking at me in the costume, just move around and, and try different things. Uh, and then that was it. It was only about 20 minutes. Tim said, oh, oh, we'll, we'll be in touch. We're seeing a lot of guys today. We'll be in touch. Um, and about three, four days later, they called me and, and basically said I got the job. You know, they offered me the job. So so that was it. So from going from an absolutely awful um, audition to actually being given a chance to do what I normally do, uh, I suppose. And it, and it all worked out. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know definitely. I mean, especially being, I mean, Skakamal, he was probably one of the, he was definitely one of my sort of favorite, you know, brand new Skeksis characters of the show. He was just such a terrifying character and just, I mean, the way, I guess, you know, for yourself, you know, with your performance, but also with Kevin, sort of that collaboration with creating, bringing Skakamal to life. And not only that, but also, you know, with everything that, you know, with the creation of Skekmal as well. But I mean, for your part was, yeah, it was pretty incredible. And I guess very unique because in, in a way that, I mean, that Skekmal was sort of built, well, he was the only Skeksis that was sort of built as a full body puppet compared to, you know, all the other Skeksis have more been always been that sort of that traditional creature, you know, puppeteer, you know, with the, with the hand, you know, d- doing the hands and uh, doing the head and, and so many other things. So I thought, you know, that was such an interesting yeah, approach with Skekmal. Though I could totally understand, like, that, I guess, you know, that Skekmal was a very physical character that you had to do a lot of moving with, yeah. <laughs> they knew from the offset that they wanted Skekmal to be able to run and jump, um, full body shots, um, hunt, um, and just move in a very, very dynamic way that the, the, the traditional Skeksis just, just couldn't really, I suppose. Yeah, that's where I kind of... I came into it. But then that meant that um, Kevin, who puppeteered my face, um, was puppeteering kind of via an RC kind of unit. And so he would puppet... Like a remote control sort, yes, of, yeah, yeah. sort of setup, yeah? Uh, but then I'd, I'd have an earpiece. So he'd be, he'd be performing the face and performing the face on set. And I had an earpiece in which I could hear basically everything he was doing. Because sometimes we'd have movements which we'd rehearse and things that we knew we had to kind of beats we had to hit. To hit. Uh, and other times I'd just be literally responding to his voice, kind of uh, moving accordingly, you know, you know, to, to whatever he fed me, I suppose. Yeah, because, I mean, I guess, you know, you know, from your point of view, I mean, yeah, with the body performance point of view, you're just making sure you're just hitting all the marks essentially for, you know, while, you know, Skekmal turns around and then he says his line and then, 
Yeah. Yeah, moving yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Doing that whilst you um, basically you can't really see anything because your my eye line I, I could actually see out of the the neck hole of the uh, uh, of Skegmal, but in order for Skegmal's kind of um, line of vision to be correct, I'm basically looking at my feet. Uh, so kind of when I'm talking to say Chamberlain, for example, I'd, I'd kind of find a piece of jewellery on the Chamberlain's costume. I would know that if I was looking at that piece of jewellery, then Skekmal would be looking um, at the Chamberlain. You find little clues like that, and for every single shot, though, that is because obviously, kind of, I'm moving, um, kind of Warwick's moving, kind of the camera's moving. So, so it's every single setup, you have to find kind of these different clues to kind of orientate yourself on set, basically. Like, what was it like? I guess you know when you, when you got the role. What what was it like? You know, just being on the set like the first day and just you know putting that cost, putting the um skekmal on, and you know just sort of the preparations that you sort of. Um, had to do to you know to to be prepared you know for what for what the role had for for Skikmal. I had kind of about ten minutes rehearsal with Louis before we got on set, where 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 it was one of my kind of follow up fittings. Once I'd got the job, I came in. And they were they were just in the costume, so it fitted me a bit better. And Louis came in and kind of rehearsed me a little bit. So, you know, I had certain notes like kind of make make the his movements very asymmetrical, um, never, never try and be balanced, kind of uh, think like a, a velociraptor and stuff like that. That was kind of all the preparation that I had. And so when I turned up on set, it was for the scene where Skekmal sprung up after they think that he's died and, and the rest of the Skeksis are all kind of kind of stringing him up. So it was quite a big scene. And that was my, my first day. It was a little bit nerve-wracking because I felt like the newbie on set uh, and I was coming into a production which, you know, had been running and, and running well for quite a while. And it wasn't just like a little two-hander or something like that. It was like all of the Skeksis were on in one go. It was quite daunting, but, you know, you just kind of go for it. You know, that's, that's what you have to do. But I remember the first thing that I did was they strung me up and all of the Skeksis, it was the scene where they're all coming in to paint his face. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been, I think, episode nine. Yeah, I think it was episode nine or ten. Yeah, nine. Yeah. <laughs> so for, you know, luckily I didn't have to do anything other than hang there. Very, very kind of setup. But it's, like I say, because I can see out of Skeksis, out of uh, Skekmal's neck, my first kind of filming experience was being surrounded by all of the Skeksis kind of coming at me with paintbrushes, you know, screaming and just kind of being totally wild and, and fantastic. Um, and I just remember hanging there, enjoying the show and just, kind of, again, just looking out of the, the holes in my neck and kind of going, I'm surrounded by Skeksis. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> I was just so excited and so over the moon and just kind of, yeah, it was such a trip. It really was. But then uh, I think I've, I've mentioned this before as well. Um, so that was the first setup. So it gave me a bit of time to kind of just shake off some of the nerves, as it were, and just start. Being- yeah, and just getting you, just getting use of you know, yeah, what with Skekmal being being inside the performance. So sort of you know, starting off, you know, being being just yeah, strung on and yeah. <laughs> but then the second setup was um, when when Skekmal kind of breaks free, and he kind of kind of um, he goes, you know, uh, where's Rian? You know, his line. And um, normally Kevin performs the lines on set. 
but I think Kevin was um, setting up the RC rig for the first time. And, you know, so, so some technical things were happening kind of uh, on Kevin's side. So um, I ended up doing the line. Um, so whilst we were rehearsing, I kind of uh, was hanging up there and I kind of broke free, free from my kind of ropes and kind of staggered forward and went, you know, where's Ryan? And um, I think Louis looked at me and went, uh, uh, it's Ryan. Because um, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I, they, they sent the script. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, I don't, they'd only sent me the scripts of the episodes that I was in. So I'd read them all, I'd read them all at home quite quickly because it was quite a quick turnaround. And then um, I, I'd gone there that morning not knowing what I was filming. And they, they gave me some sides that morning. So I was there kind of busily trying to read, to read and learn these scenes. And I hadn't checked with anyone how to pronounce oh, um, <laughs> the words. <laughs> um, but luckily, kind of, Lou was really cool about it. But oh, yeah. it just felt like another dope moment because, again, yeah. uh, all of the main performers were kind of around me and Louis was there. And I'm sure kind of some of the producers were there as well, kind of checking out, you know, the new Skekmal kind of creature and everything. It's like, oh, man, I just made a big boo-boo in front of everyone. That's, that's really, <laughs> really cool. <laughs> but then, you know, then I'd messed up. So it's like there was nothing to worry about after that. It kind of broke the ice. Um, yeah, I, I mean the good thing I guess, like with puppeteers, it's like well, you know, they they most of the time, you know, they all get you know ADR and post production, so they can always <laughs> yeah uh, all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, I think all in good stride. Yeah, but and then after that, it was it was fantastic for the rest of the the run. There was like there was no nerves after that. It was all all done and dusted. So it was just um, fun on in, you know. The character did so much, and um, I mean, I'd have to say like episode four has sort of been warming up like you know when i go through like some of my favorite episodes of age resistance and episode four really um it does spring to my mind a lot just because it was like so many character introductions not only with skekmal but you had you know your gelflings with um naya and kylan and uh the mystics and everything and i just love like the way um skekmal was you know introduced um you know with that little creature sort of um, running around and you, and you see Skekmo just you know stepping on it, um, which was very which was very much really reminded me um, you know from like Mad Max Fury Road like when um, Mad Max was sort of first introduced, you know Skekmo did a lot. I mean of course like a lot of action scenes and I mean you know from the fight with um, Rian and, and Auden and also um, the the seven. Uh, the circle of the suns and and of course you know at the end in the stone of the wood what was sort of the most challenging um sort of scenes to to do like with um with skekmal the hunter we've, we're doing the the performance for him the most challenging day was the sword fight uh with rian norden uh because apart from the fall into the gobbles at the end which was stunt ian k i performed the rest of the fight the rest of the sword fight and we shot it all in one day, which was a huge, huge kind of task. Um, you know, it was, it was quite a big sequence. I think I had a little break for lunch or something, but I was pretty much in costume fighting all day with, with, with these swords. And, th and these costumes are really heavy and they really put your body into really bad positions. So to be, I don't know, to be active in one for, you know, a good eight, nine hours kind of nonstop, it's pretty intense. But it was, it was so much fun whilst we were filming. But in between each take, 
you know, the, a stool would come in and, I'd, you know, I'd collapse and my stomach would be cramping up, you know, my back would be cramping up, um, my forearms would be cramping up from trying to keep hold of the swords and everything. Uh, and, and then, you know, they're blowing air into the costume to try and cool you down and so that you don't pa- kind of pass out. And then and then you go for another take and it, and it's all good again. Do you know what I mean? Whilst the camera's on, it's all good. And then, it's a bit like a boxer in between rounds or whatever. It's kind of it's really, really physically in, physically intense. But it was so much fun. That was it. It was so much fun. You know, it, it felt like oh, this is going to look great. And what was lovely was um, working both with Neil and with Dave, uh, who Rhiannon and Orden. I'd first met them almost like kind of ten years ago on a show that they did. Uh, for CBeebies in the UK, uh, called Nuzzle and Scratch, where you got these two comedy alpacas um, that that do lots of slapstick comedy. And I, uh, on, on an episode that I worked on that, I was the human guest, and I remember having my first kind of um, muppety kind of experience with those two when they were being alpacas, and I was an action-prone postman, um, all in in a in body full cast, being wheeled down a hospital corridor on a, on a trolley with these two alpacas singing musical numbers at me and and, and obviously it was it was neil and dave so to come like 10 years later almost and we're we're fighting i'm a sexist and they're golfing and we're having this kind of like duel to the death with massive swords uh, and lightning and wind and and it, it was just kind of it was really surreal but such a lovely thing to share i, I just kept looking at them and, and kind of remembering back and just kind of going this is brilliant. This is brilliant. I love these guys. <laughs> just like, I mean, I, I was just having a quick, you know, little watch of, you know, of that scene again. And it's, again, it's just, a, just incredible just the way it was all shot. And, you know, with your performance, just, you know, that Skekmal is so, so terrifying. And, um, and yeah. Yeah. But it's also, it's also because when we rehearsed it, because we, we had a bit of rehearsal, uh, and we weren't going for it full pelt. And we were, like pulling our shots a little bit and kind of, um, you know, trying to, trying to sell it, but also trying to be careful with each other. Uh, um, and, but Louis kept saying, kind of do it harder, more aggression, you know, do it. And, and yep, keep pushing hard, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the point where I was really swinging at them. Um, and, um, I remember poor, poor Neil kind of saying kind of at one point, oh, look, I, I, I'm holding this sword, but it, I'm holding it through a puppet, you know, Rian holding this sword and I'm holding Rian uh, and I'm holding my arms up in the air. You know, it's kind of, uh, could you just take it a little bit easier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and so it, it was a real kind of bouncing act between, you know, trying to make it look real and uh, and also not, not trying to destroy the puppeteers. Because uh, <laughs> at one point I spun around uh, and my tail, which was like a huge, long, heavy rubber tail with a spike on the end, it was a big spike. And, and it, it, it caught Neil in the face and it proper oh. slapped him in the face. Uh, look, <laughs> he was wearing goggles at the time as well, luckily. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, protection. You, yeah. you, could, you, could, um, you could see the, uh, the discomfort on his face. But bless him, he, kind of, he carried on kind of, uh, and it, it, you know, took a couple of minutes to kind of uh, let the sting kind of die down, as it were, <laughs> and then kind of carry on. Um, and, and yeah, it was just so much fun. It was just so much fun. I love that. <laughs> yeah. No, it certainly seemed that way. Yeah. So, so how, like, like with your part, like how, how, 
like how long were you like working like on, on the show for um you know for your part as Skikma? Were you there for like a good quite a few months? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was I wasn't there every single day. Um, I was only there on the days that Skekma was in. So um, I was in for maybe uh, four months, maybe four four months. But it would be like uh, a week here, or a few days there, or another day here. But it, it was regularly it was regular enough to to really get a feel for the show and get a feel for, for being in there. Um, and lovely to see people always. Um, and also there was enough time off in between for my back and my neck to recover. <laughs> Cause some days, um, we'd, we'd finish filming and I'd, I'd literally crawl into the shower. Um, and I'd sit there kind of huddled up underneath the hot shower, just waiting for the muscles in my, in my back, either side of my spine to slowly start kind of, um, uh relaxing a little bit so i could straighten up um so yeah I, I was really grateful that it was actually kind of sporadic um i i think if i'd have been doing that kind of five days a week for the whole show, like the rest of the puppeteers were i mean they were incredible they put into it um so again whenever i was there i just felt so lucky um, and, and quite in awe of what all the core puppeteers were doing because it was punishing on everybody, you know. And, and I suppose that's, that's another thing about the uh, being in the suits uh, and being in the puppets and stuff. You know that everybody on that set is hurting somewhere. Something's going numb. Something's kind of gonna gonna ache in the morning. Something's not going to be right. Um, but it's almost like a, a bit of solidarity in that suffering, almost. Uh, but for me, anyway, that's why it kind of um, it spurs me on a little bit. I think because um, you know you know how much everyone's giving, you know, uh, and so you just want to you just want to kind of do your bit and 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 hope it all turns out good. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and it it really showed, you know, the end result for. Um, yeah, for you know, for what you did, you know, as Skekmal. Um, yeah, he was again. He was just such an, an incredible character, and um, yeah, just I mean, just every scene that he appeared in, you know, he just had that presence. Um, where you know, from the, from the beginning, um, pretty much all the way to the end. I mean, you know, when he uh, <laughs> after he got out and ran to this ran to the stone wood, and um, especially, I mean, that that scene sort of in ep- episode ten. That seemed really challenging, especially for yourself. I guess that one particular shot, I think, of you running, um, you know, you're, you're charging towards and you're grabbing Rian, and then, you, you know, you've got all these um, dust bombs that are sort of, you know, the sort of running through as well. Um, Again, that was an absolute dream to shoot because for years I've kind of wanted to, 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 to shoot a scene like that. It's like kind of, you know, you're in focus, you're running through this battle, there's explosions going off everywhere um it, it's just fantastic but um oh here's the thing the um when he uh when Skekmal bowls kind of rian kind of up the steps of the is it the town hall the lodge the great hall um i i i, I could uh the Skekmal the Skekmal hands don't let me close my hand properly um so it's almost like uh, um i've got my fingers in splints so yeah, I've got this kind of like this Rian dummy and I'm kind of trying to bowl him, 
kind of up the steps of the uh, of the town hall. But I couldn't quite. I could, I could I could throw him and get him to roll across the floor, but he'd hit the. But he wouldn't go. He didn't have enough momentum to go right up the steps. Um, so Victor Yerid stepped in, um, and so the shots. You know, you see him leave my hand. But when you see kind of um, Rian actually kind of go up the steps, um, that was actually kind of uh, Victor, Victor that threw him. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. And he did, so, that, he did that a couple of times. We did, we did that with the hook thing as well. You know, it's, it's me that throws hook, but then it was Victor that, um, that, that finished off the landing and then cut the two things together. So he, he was kind of like my, my puppet throwing buddy, as it were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, I mean, that, that, I mean, that was again, that was a shocking moment. I think, yeah, with Skekamon, when he was throwing up, and but I mean, I loved his like his line delivery. He's like, ah, cute, and just <laughs> <laughs> such a menacing character. Uh, yeah. But again, it's like because um, previously I've worked in lots of children's television as well, um, where you know everything's lovely and you're you're cuddling and kissing and hugging everything. Um, or I've worked on, say, on Strange Hill High, uh, the show where we had to be quite careful with the puppets because um, they were miniatures and everything was so close up. So the slightest scratch or the slightest mark on the puppets' faces, and it was a, a bit of a problem, a bit of an issue. We always had to be kind of quite careful. And this was the first production I've been on where they were kind of going, nah, hit it, hit it harder kind of yeah, thing. And, really go for it yeah <laughs> yeah it, oh, it was such a release it was such a brilliant thing to do um oh, it's like um you know the, the bit when we're on top of the cliff uh and it's what's his name rekia rekia was it oh, rekia yes yeah, yeah 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 um i think i think ollie taylor was puppeteering rekia um and and kind of louis just kind of shouted up to me kind of okay i want you to punch him now uh and I was going, what, punch him for real? And it's kind of, yeah, yeah, just punch him. Just punch the puppet. It's oh, brilliant. Here we go. You know, I wanted to do this for years kind of thing. So, but, but because we were so close, I was stood so close to um, Rakir, you know, for the framing of the shot. Uh, couldn't really get much power. It was like a little jab. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to being able to put your, your body into it. So, and it, it just, it, I wasn't quite selling it. So I, I kind of shouted down to kind of Louie, you know, if, if I do a forearm smash, do you know what I mean? I, I can really kind of well him, you know, and, um, and, and Louie was like kind of, yeah, brilliant, go for it. So uh, again, which is just kind of so liberating to, you know, to be told to just kind of, yeah, really trash this puppet kind of thing. So, uh, so I checked with Ollie, I just, you know, beforehand, because obviously his hand, his hand is inside the face. Uh, of the puppet is like you know it's kind of is, is it okay if I really go for it and this is kind of what Louis wants um, and, and Ollie went yeah no that's, that's great because you know that gives him the, the momentum to sell uh, the shot as well kind of thing oh, but, but again it was just so much fun kind of doing take after take where I was just punching this poor puppet where I was elbowing him in the face kind of thing it was really yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah just that was such a yeah another like shocking moment from from the show and yeah yeah just and just the characters are so just so believable and and even just like you know looking at your body performance you know with, with your with the arms moving around and um yeah it's just yeah again such an incredible um character and i think like again i was just sort of looking through i mean which has been great that you've been posting some behind the scenes um on your twitter feed and 
I mean, one of one of my favorite shots um, of Skekmal, I think, was from the start of episode five. You know, where where the camera's just you know uh, turning around and around, and as you see, so Skekmal with his um, knives and just sort of you know sharp, getting them sharpened up, or you know, just yeah, that sort of thing. It's, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. The way the way that um, Eric, the DOP, kind of lit all of that. It was it was just. In, in the studio, it was breathtaking. And, you know, even in the studio, you can still see kind of, you know, these are, these are painted backdrops. Uh, and you can see all the, the, the bits of blue, you know, for the blue screen and everything like that. Uh, but, but the way he lit it in the studio, it was beautiful. And then when you looked at it on the monitor, it was, it was totally breathtaking. It was like, this, this is absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, and again, that was the first outdoor shot like that i'd seen because everything i'd filmed before that was in the throne room or it was in or was in stone in the woods where in in the storm so it was all lightning and quite dark so so all these kind of like these beautiful pinks and oranges um it was kind of oh my goodness this series is going to be beautiful i mean i i I hadn't seen anything like that before so yeah totally breathtaking totally breathtaking (laughs) <laughs> so I think yeah, we'll just have to wrap up for um for this episode of Trial by Stone. So I just want to say, Nick, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show and just like your contributions, you know, as Skekmal the Hunter. Again, he was just such an incredible character, and um yeah, I mean, I guess performing him was sort of almost like a once in a lifetime sort of thing. Like you know, such a unique character, I guess, compared to all the other um sort of creatures that you probably performed in in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he was he was a total gift. He really was. And I, I feel very, very lucky to have got to a play Skekmal. And um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of the series. I love the series. Um, fingers crossed for the future. You know what I mean? Uh, who knows? Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, I know. We're still, still waiting to hear about that. Yeah, so we'll wait and see that one. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for, for having me. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast, is a production of Three Point Edit. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.